Okay, here we are. Welcome to Unleashcast Weekly. It's our usual weekly roundup of all the best Unleashed content, plus a little look forward to Unleash America, which I cannot believe it is just 28, maybe even 27 days away. Uh, I'm John Kennard, Editorial Content Manager of Unleash, and I'm joined by Ali Navrat, Senior Journalist at Unleash. Ali, how are you doing? Hi, John. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I can't believe 28 slash 27, I guess. The day's almost over. <laughs> days till Unleash America. It is. Uh, yeah, it's very exciting. We've got so much to tell you about. But first, we're going to start with a couple of stories on, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of stories on Unleash from the last few days um, before we then get into talking about the culture and purpose stage at Unleash America. So the first story, Ali, is another great one of yours. It's about Takeda, who, um, or Takeda, um, Jimmy Zhang, you spoke to. He's also going to be speaking at the event uh, in a month's time. Tell us a bit about this story about analytics and hiring. Yeah, so Jimmy um, is the I think it's the head of global talent acquisition rather than the global head of talent acquisition. I think I had to correct that at one point um, at Takeda. I think it's Takeda, not 100% sure. Um, and they're doing some really cool stuff around kind of how using technology. So this, this piece, you know, listed so many vendors, it was kind of overwhelming. So they're using kind of Paradox and Hireview and Seekout, Terrain Analytics, Savale, you know, all sorts, um, all sorts of new ones for us. Um, so Unleashed Sales Team, if you're listening, a few leads for you there. But yeah, basically they're talking about how pre-COVID they did do some virtual recruitment at Takeda. They're obviously a global company, so they're quite used to that. And then with the advent of COVID, they kind of dialed up their technologies and have really leaned into data and analytics. It was just kind of a masterclass in how to do this well. And um, Jimmy was really, you know, really excited about some future technologies like ChatGPT, which, you know, is a constant topic um, in the hallways of Unleash, even if they may be virtual. <laughs> in the virtual hallways, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we, we can't stop talking about it. I went to an event yesterday to, to digress slightly. I went to the Economist Impact event yesterday and um, there's a real breadth of topics uh, that people were talking about, diversity, um, culture, purpose. We'll come on to that, that in, in just a second, actually. Di yeah, uh, well-being, uh, AI, of course. And I think in every single talk, they talked about chat GPT. And as we were saying earlier on on lunch, actually, this is just one of many, many tools, but um, it looks like the pace of change is going to be quite incredible. But yeah, the notes I've got here about this piece, um, the main one is to really get ahead of the curve on data and analytics. And um, obviously, Takeda are doing some amazing stuff. And uh, they're really kind of at the forefront of this kind of thing. And it shows and it and it's, it's his talk's going to be really interesting. I'm not going to say it. I'm just going to say that I may not have time to see it. That's all I'm going to say on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's on um, on a panel, so it'd be really interesting to see the kind of the discussion around that. I'm def I'm definitely going to this one. As you say, we always say this, but it's I think it's in my schedule, so <laughs> I'll definitely be there. Actually, in your schedule, yeah. good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, take Takeda's lead, get people on board, be true to your people, be true to your customers. And um, you can obviously see the benefits. And that's why they've got a really strong culture. Uh, if I was to come back to uh, something that I picked up from, I think it was Basecamp and one of their blogs or, or podcasts, the idea of culture, culture is the byproduct of consistent behavior. I'm sure I've said it many times. Um, but Takeda is clearly reaping the benefits of that. So before we move on to culture and purpose at Unleash America, we're going to talk about uh, a story that I published about 
Jobs for Humanity. So, yeah, this was an interview that I did with uh, Roy Balladi. Um, he's the co-founder, well, he's the founder of Jobs for Humanity. He used to work for Smart Recruiters, um, a company that started in Unleashed Startup. Um, more pieces about them very soon. Um, but then he kind of moved away from that and uh, set up this incredible company called uh, Jobs for Humanity, which is which kind of looks after or kind of serves the the underserved traditionally in in kind of the interview process this might be um people with disabilities uh people of um, various minorities um people who just generally don't uh get a fair crack of the whip in the interview process a lot and it came about by um at the time i think he was living in beirut in lebanon and um he actually got caught up in that explosion i don't know if you remember um from i think sort of mid-pandemic times, there was that explosion at the docks yeah. in Beirut. And I think it was one of these things, having talked to Roy for this interview, uh, he'd always had the idea of getting this um, company together, but didn't really have the, not necessarily the motivation, maybe the time, maybe sort of thinking about when he, he could actually fit in to do this. And that incident was like the inciting incident in a film almost, you know, that he suddenly thought, well, that could have gone differently. I kind of need to do what I've been wanting to do for ages. And so, yeah, it's a fascinating interview. Yeah, he found his purpose, I guess. Um, yeah, he, it's interesting. I was, reading, I was reading it again. Obviously, I've read it before and listened to it, but I was reading it again. Um, and he kind of refers to it as like an unemployable employee platform, which is quite interesting. Um, but I think it's really interesting, you know, to see the impact it's having already. Obviously, he talks about how, you know, there's a lot more work to be done and, but equally just absolutely incredible start. And, you know, Anish, we're really enjoying writing these stories, aren't we? And sharing, you know, sh sharing sharing these stories, writing them and kind of spreading the word. We had, you know, a few pieces, Refugee Council. I've got one coming up with Tent, who do lots of stuff with refugees. So lots of stuff to come around that. So much. How are we going to fit it all in? Um, <laughs> let's not, think, uh, let's not worry about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll work it out. We work it out. But um, yeah, just the last thing on that before we move on to uh, talking about another of the stages at the event. I've got an interview coming up with Jason Esterhazen, who's an employee uh, from Jobs for Humanity, who's um, completely blind and is kind of telling his story about his involvement with the project, mm. um, how he works with them, the impact it's had on his life, how he kind of got involved with them in the first place. Really super fascinating. A uh, real amazing guy. And um, I don't want to, I know a little bit about the session and how it's going to go in Las Vegas, but I don't want to say anything because it's, I think it's going to be something quite different. Mm. Anyway, um, yeah, no stories from elsewhere. We're going to go straight into the culture and purpose stage at Unleash America. So this is day two. Uh, day one, it's the HR tech stage. Day two, culture and purpose takes over. Um, and we've got um, three great uh, sessions to bring you so far. April 27th, 11.30 till 12, the winning formula for workplace culture, fostering a high-performing and profitable environment. This is with Jill Cohen from uh, Discover Financial Services. Um, you've interviewed Jill, haven't you, Ali? I have, yeah. She was great. Um, we talked a lot about Chicago because <laughs> that's where they're headquartered, um, and I love Chicago. But, yeah, um, it's gonna be, I think it's going to be really interesting. I, we talked um, – it was a long time – it was a little while ago, so I need to refresh my memory on the actual interview. But um, we talked a lot about engagement and performance and development and retention um, because, obviously, Jill looks – you know, is the VP of Talent Performance, which is not a job title you necessarily hear 
um that often these days um but yeah she should be great she's, she's amazing um such a such a fun story she joined discover since covid so she's got quite an interesting perspective as well on the business and how it operates so yeah it should be a good one yeah definitely um what does a great workplace culture feel like uh and how is it aligned with the organization's mission? Uh, what constitutes a solid organizational culture? Not just straight to refer back to um, that base camp uh, <laughs> kind of, not proverb, but there's so much to say around this. There and is. companies are doing infinitely more than they used to, which is brilliant to see, but it's going to be great to kind of look at kind of the next generation now of yeah. what else companies can do. Practically as well, you know, it's Horizon scanning is great. That's what the keynotes are for. It's very, very exciting. But the thing that I'm really looking forward to about these breakouts is the practicalities of it all. Yeah. And this is where case studies shine through, I think. So, yeah, can't wait. Yeah. Going to be really good. Uh, next story, please. Where are we? What's the next story? We've, uh, we've looked. Building a better business, how purpose-driven culture benefits employees and the bottom line. It's uh, da Daniel. I can't read my own handwriting. Daniel from Clarios. Yes. yes. Uh, he's going to be answering these questions. What does a purpose-driven culture look like? How can we create a purpose-driven culture and how will it benefit, benefit employees and the business? For me, it always comes back to alignment, but it also, especially in distributed workforces, uh, it's not just about having a load of values stuck on a you know on a decal on a on a glass-sided office uh it's about living them it's about reinforcing them um and it's about understanding them as well i think yeah definitely when i was at um that courtrix x4 conference the other week i interviewed the cpo of courtrix um, and she was saying about how in, in that company they have their values like written on like the bits of the building what's it called like the the structure of the building, the core of the building, the word, word has gone from my mind, but like the, the bits that hold the building up in the way that they hold the company up, which I thought was really kind of a, a great way to do that. But it'd be interesting to see what Karis is doing. I thought it was really interesting they were talking about, um, you know, you've got to be more than just about profit. You've got to have a purpose. And I think a lot of companies are, as you said, getting on board with that, but it's still a little bit too early. So it'd be interesting to see what Karios is doing, really. Um, Latin American stuff, you know how I love Latin America, so I'm quite excited for that one. Yeah, for sure. Um, I like the very literal um, idea of putting the culture, the, yeah. your cultural value on, the, on the, the scaffolding of your building almost. Yeah, I can't think of the word, you know, the, the kind of columns that if you got rid of them, <laughs> support walls or something. Drugs, buttresses. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we've only got one talk to bring you from the culture and purpose stage um but as i said there's more talks being added by the week uh but this one is 145 to 215 on day two how to build a culture that supports customer demands and drives business growth this is jim carling svp of hr from t connectivity um annabelle annabelle saying in the background from uh, the podcast studio headquarters uh foundations and i think that <laughs> encapsulates both physically and metaphorically thanks annabelle um, yeah, so this is Jim Carling from T Connectivity. Um, he's going to be talking about how to build a culture that supports customer demands. Again, it's the alignment thing, I think. Everyone knows a strong culture supports better productivity, but the question is how. How to use data insights from surveys, um, how, to, how you can emphasize external focus. It's all about alignment, this, uh, this talk, it seems to me. 
Yeah, and going back to that business bottom line and, you know, profits are important, but you're not going to have any, any employees left if you just focus on profits all the time. You don't focus on purpose. Um, so it'd be really interesting to see the business case. And, you know, we, we've been writing a lot at the moment about helping HR leaders make those cases um, to the, you know, the C-suite, their CEO, their boss. Um, so, yeah, it's it should be a really interesting one. As you said, I think all these culture ones are really good because they're all case studies. So they're not just, you know, talking about wishy-washy ideas, write it on a wall. They're talking about how to actually do it. So I think this is going to be a really exciting stage. I'm really pleased we've got a full stage dedicated to it. I think that's, mm. you know, that's that's really important, not just have it kind of in the background of employee experience or something like that. For sure. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, because things like this fall under the slightly um, un unhelpful banner of soft skills and things like culture and purpose. When you're dealing in a, a world which kind of uh, favours metrics and data and, and that kind of and measurement, you know, um, it's it is really very crucial to be able to take these ideals mm -hmm. and translate them into actual units of uh, of worth and movement and purpose. So, yeah, uh, really fantastic. I'm looking forward to them a lot. So that's it for the culture and purpose stage for the moment. Uh, one last thing to say, of course, uh, is that if you go to check out, type in pod 10 for a 10% discount. Otherwise, uh, I'm away next week on a boat. That's exciting. Not a very exciting boat, but nevertheless, it's going to be fun. Um, so we might well be talking about the well-being stage. That's right. Yes, I think so. Yeah, the well-being stage and some pieces to come. Uh, <laughs> as in, yes, we've written. Um, but yeah, amazing. Well, enjoy your holiday, John, and I'll catch you, I guess, in two weeks. Absolutely. Thanks for today, Ali. Thanks, Annabelle, and we'll see you all very, very soon. Bye.